Hey, I'm James Barr. And I'm Martin Joseph. And welcome to Logistically Difficult. The LGBTQ plus podcast where we attempt to answer the question, would a queer love island be that logistically difficult? We've got two amazing guests coming up. We're going to be talking all things splodging. Toby Carvery. And why I'm a secret fucking serial killer. Please welcome to the show. Sister, sister. And Vinegar Strokes. As you know, this is a podcast all about making the biggest show on television, the queerest show on television. So we thought it was only right to bring two people from the biggest queer show on television, RuPaul's Drag Race UK. We have Vinegar Strokes and Sister Sister. Hello! Thank you so much for having me and Vinegar. Two queens stand before us. (laughs) (laughs) Two queens Zoom before us. I was going to say, I am sitting down and I hope that's okay. I've got no pants on. I'm so excited to be here. The last time I saw you, Vinegar, you didn't have pants on either. Well, you know me, my love. I'm very, I'm, I'm very European in that sense. Oh, very. I, I mean, it was in Leicester Square. It was very uncomfortable. I mean, when I say that I'm a don top, it literally means I'm just wearing a top. That's all it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? I no that. bottoms here, my love. I heard that about you. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we can tell from the tone of this that this might be a slightly NSFW episode, which I'm very excited about. Um, and as such, let's get started with my favorite moment of Love Island this week, Spit the Roast. How did you describe uh, it to me, Vinegar, when you text me? Um, in, like, basically, fucking disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, I was really upset by this, too. I want to know, like, do you think this is what straight people do in real life? Yes. Splodging is what it is. Splodging. It has a name now. God, they will do yes. anything for a little bit of so, a, a little bit of credit. <laughs> well, I so, said, I, I, so, I, okay, so Martin, you sent me the link to it, um, and I was, I went in willing, I went in willing to watch this entire scene. <laughs> um, I gave it about a minute and a half, and I was like, no, Gargar in a meat dress opened the door, and Love Island ran in with this one. It, it, <laughs> it made me very, very uncomfortable. So I'm just going to do a recap for anyone that hasn't seen it yet. And also, we have to point out that neither Vinegar nor Sister is watching Love Island, but we thought, fuck it, we'll just bring them on anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so in this episode, they were playing a game where basically they had to take a roast dinner and move it from one plate to another, but they could only move it by the boys picking up items in their mouth, spitting it into the mouth of the girls, who then had to spit it onto a plate to make it look Ugh. gorgeous. Oh, yeah. gross. I mean, I quite like a guy to spit on me, but not with food. Yeah, they're, they're two separate. They're like, okay, so you have you have a kitchen. That's a separate room. You have a bedroom. That's also a separate room. For me, you don't have to mix the two. I don't like things in my mouth. Mm. Wait, let me be specific. I don't like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like excess things in my mouth anyway. It just made it, it, it was ick. It was like pure ick factor. Yeah. It was also the chicken being, th- the slices of chicken being thrown at the breast. Well, I was, see, that I was fine with. I was like, okay, this is, this is, this is kind of camp, you know, chucking very cheap chicken luncheon meat on someone's tits. I could get on board with that. I can imagine doing that on, with some sort of lip sync. Maybe, maybe, um, I don't know. Um, what's that song by the the the, the fast food guys? Pizza Hut, uh, Pizza Hut. 
Like, I, could, I could imagine doing that as a lip sync, just chucking chicken on my tits. But when it came to them spitting gravy and other pieces into each other's mouths, I was like, no, this has gone too far. We are living in a COVID society right now. So spitting gravy in someone's mouth is not, is a no-go. I mean, straight, straight privilege, my love. Straight privilege. You can spit what you want in anyone's Straight mouth. privilege. Oh, God. Knocks me sick. I've been thinking about, because we this show, we're constantly trying to think how we make the show more gay inclusive, right? So I figured maybe next season could be hosted by vinegar and this this challenge could be called the splodge podge oh. the splodge podge well, yes i'm into that idea i mean i'm up for any kind of work and if i need to work with straight people just to set the just, just period if i've got to work with straight people period then i'm happy to bring in the splodge podge it's just who makes up this shit who makes this shit up Martin. and it was the cheap it Martin was the cheapness does. of the <laughs> it was the cheapness of the luncheon meat that was oh, the problem no. yes imagine that on a roast <laughs> honestly i just i just thought like, at this point i was like i don't want a gay love island i don't no, want to okay. okay i don't want to see gay people put could you literally imagine if the gays were doing it you'd have uh, some top frisbee and a lamb shank at a bottom going what do i do with this <laughs> yeah yeah and and, and then uh, and obviously the bottom would catch it with their ass crack <laughs> Right. Do you know what I mean? If they're lucky, I mean, if it were me, it would just be straight up <laughs> oh. there. Who oh, knows? You'd yeah. never see it again. Wouldn't even touch the sides, babe. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but can I just say, because I, 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 have, I have had experiences you know, share, you know, using food in the play of sex. Where's I've, this, you know, I've, I've ex- Where's this but, going? No, but never was it gravy or like, you know, mustard. It was like, was it? squirty cream, a bit of Nutella, oh. um, you know, mm. a strawberry here and there. And it was romantic. Nutella in gay sex. I feel like that's just a, a nightmare. Where you <laughs> Depends where you spread it. Okay, depends where you spread it. Okay, so what did you think, whilst we're on food, what did you think of Toby's breakfast that he made for Chloe? Did you guys see that? I did. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, nothing says romance like chopping up raw fruit and serving <laughs> it to a person that you want to dick down like a nursery nurse on some plastic plate. I would. I mean, I would. Pants, pants it, would be pinged off. It was the worst Toby Carvery that has ever happened. <laughs> Have you ever done anything for a guy that's, you thought was really great, right? You thought you were being like really nice, but it was kind of a bit shit like Toby. Like what is the shittest romantic gesture you've ever done or have done to you? I feel like for me, because I'm a product of the 90s, um, not that I'm bought, not that I was made in 90s, but I grew up in 90s. I'm very kind of 90s led. Um, I did the whole kind of mixtape thing um, and I definitely got the, the genre of music very, very wrong. I went for very kind of like, you know, um, garage, hardcore, like, yeah, like, uh, all those kind of like tunes you would dance to. But this guy that I'd made it for was definitely into like indie, blur, all that kind of stuff. So very much got the wrong little stick. But I thought it was quite romantic. And, um, and we dated for a little bit. Um, you know, I saw, I, I saw his willies. So that was nice. But, um, yeah, I think that was the, that was the kind of like romance gone wrong for me. I, when I was a kid, I was, um, when I was a child, I thought I was really in love with this girl um, at school, when we were in primary school, and I was really into her. So I wanted to write her a love note, right? So I had been watching a lot of like, I think I'd been watching a lot of Batman Forever. 
And in that, the Riddler like sends like messages to Batman, right? But he cuts them out of magazines. So I thought that would be really romantic. So I got my Smash Hits magazine and I cut like this love letter. <laughs> sent her a fucking ransom note. Like, like a, a fucking note. serial killer. And it was like, hey, insert name. Like say her name is Sarah. It was like, hey, Sarah, like, I think you're really beautiful. Will you be my girlfriend? And I, I didn't even give it to her. I slid it into her tray. <laughs> oh, you slid it into her tray. How 2021 of you? Yes, your cat's dead in this ransom note. <laughs> I thought that was romantic, but I guess it's not. So I, that was my equivalent of um, me making a shit watermelon for Chloe. <laughs> so you guys are very experienced in coming off of a huge reality TV show. And I want to know what advice you would have for the Islanders when they come out of Love Island. Don't read the comments. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, d- I don't know. It's one of those things that you can't really be like prepared for in so much as you'll have loads of advice thrown at you, but there isn't like one specific like rule book that you have to sort of stick by. Mm. I got told so many times when I was on and coming off the show, just enjoy it. And I always used to reply, fuck off, you patronizing shit. How dare you? Um, <laughs> but, you know, th- there's a semblance of truth to that. Try and just try and I, I say take every opportunity. If you get offered something for free, take it but that's because i'm working class i take it all i take it all and then google <laughs> how much it would actually cost to own this thing like i made a saving yeah gotcha i mean some company sent me because i googled it afterwards it was like 600 pounds worth of face products and i was like dang it thank wow. you thank so you. take it all uh, great advice anyway and also don't read the comments which i think is really important but it's quite hard not to right? well it's a double-edged sword because we were t- we were encouraged to engage engage with all you you know engage with everyone online but just don't read the comments. It's like, right, I'll go, I'll go away and figure that out, shall I? And Vinegar, what about you? You know, every, every person's journey off of a reality TV show is completely different. You know, my, my, my experience is completely different to Sisters um, and it's completely different to Gothy Kendall or Vivian. Who have, like, it's completely different uh, to every, every single person. So I think it is just a case of saying yes to everything within reason um, and... Yeah, just, and again, just kind of making the most out of what you've got, I suppose, because I think that that's when the real the real race, as it were, or the real island of love really, really happens because, you know, people get to see you on, on, a, on, a, on a TV show. It's up to you to kind of go, go with that momentum to kind of create something out of that one episode, two episodes, three, four, five, however many episodes you last. It's up to you how much you kind of make out of that moment. Um and turn it into something. So yeah, I think that's that's the best thing I've kind of done since leaving. Do you think it's harder for to because you guys filmed your show and then were there to watch the reaction whilst it was airing, whereas Love Island obviously they're away while all the hype happens. What do you think? Is it live? It's live. So they're on the island now. Oh, are they really? Okay. Live island. Oh. So they don't see it. It's like Big Brother, whereas uh, you guys filmed it and then got to watch <laughs> it in real, like in real time. What do you, what do you think is better? Um, filming it and then being able to manage it from home, from in, in like real time. I think if you're, you think? yeah, yeah, because I think if you're there, you're kind of, you, I, I reckon you're already thinking about, okay, I'm live on camera. You're already probably. Um, producing yourself in a certain way because it is live um and you're already i don't know i I feel like if if you filmed it and you've got time to kind of compress and kind of you know 
kind of think about what happened and whatnot and kind of have like a plan of action afterwards, I think that's a lot more successful than just kind of going, coming back and be like, am I am I now a bitch? Am I now a nice person? Am I sexy? Am I minging? Wow. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you, you can kind of manage it easier when you've done, you've done the show, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I would hard agree. At least you can literally play it week by week if you if if, if you haven't the episodes come out week by week, you know. Mm. And you can see what the public are seeing versus Love Islanders who yeah. have no idea. Literally just coming out, yeah, just coming out. It's like going through the cat and um and the Wizard of Oz and just coming out and going shit like what's what what's going on. And a lot of times, like if you're if you've already done it, if you if already filmed it and you're watching it like. In, in real time with the public, um, <clears throat> you can kind of get onto social media. If and if there was something that happened on the on the show, you, you can kind of address it then and there on on Twitter or whatever like that to get to get people to understand um, that that you meant this by what you said or or this happened. Um, this I won this challenge. I feel amazing after winning that and that kind of stuff. So you can engage easier with your audience uh, as opposed to being on an island somewhere going. I don't know what people think of me because at the end of the day, this is this is an Instagram, um, you know, show. You know, this is all about being being beautiful and being sexy and being funny or whatever. Um, and I think it's hard to kind of be away and not be able to let people see you in real time. That makes sense, you know. So. What's that? What's that film where I think it's called The Lobster? Is yeah. there a film called The Lobster? There is with Colin Colin Farrell. I think it is. It's a really fucked up film. Yeah, that one. Imagine if it was a Love Island, the lobster crossover. <laughs> so you go away on an island and it's all these basic straight people who are just gorgeous. And then mm. as the weeks go by, they all just turn into <laughs> massive animals. <laughs> I would watch that. Should we, should we produce this? <laughs> I've got a bit of money. I will put in for this. You've got, yeah. you've got a bit of money. Have you? I'm, I, I'm also thinking there's like a Pinocchio <laughs> vibe in there as well. Like they all just turn into big asses. Like just big donkeys and turn into smoking. Yeah, yeah like, you know, a, you know. So you go on as like, hi, I'm Louise. My, I'm from Liverpool and I'm like a, a surgeon. And then and then you come out as like a capybara. <laughs> and you're like... <laughs> Sister, do you want to sponsor this podcast seeing as you've got a little bit of money? <laughs> I, I have a little, a little bit of money. Can I add something to the pot just to kind of make it a bit different? So they go in, I love, I'm Louise, I'm from, I'm from Liverpool, and I can't wait to meet the man or woman of my dreams. She comes in and she comes <laughs> out as a bacon sandwich. <laughs> so this is Louise, and she's and and then and then we go into the splodge podge um food food fight thing. Right. And oh, then yeah. and, wow. and basically and so so we're incorporating the these ex-contestants into the final challenge, which is spitting food at each other. But, is, they, yeah. but they've been turned into food. They've been turned. They've been turned into a, a bacon sandwich, a casserole, <laughs> a casserole, a, pae a paella, paella. Lovely. Mm. To make it more queer, can it be like one of those lettuce, guacamole, bacon, and tomato sandwiches? Oh god, gotcha. yeah. Mm. An, an LGBT. An LGBT. Yeah. An LGBT. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what would the Q be in that sandwich? If they put a Q on the end, what what would the Q in that sandwich? Quinoa. Quinoa. Yeah. Uh, qu uh, you could use like quail. Oh, quail. No. Quail. Quail's egg. Quail egg. Quail egg. Quavers. We'll just get some quavers. quavers. Yes. Fucking quavers. <laughs> Monster munch. Okay, so before we finish, I have to ask you this question. If you could implement one thing on Love Island that they could do like from tomorrow that would make the show just a tiny bit more inclusive, like a little bit more queer friendly, what would that one thing be? I would love to see them as a challenge. They have to um, they have to organize 
produce direct finance <laughs> um, a, a gay pride parade. And oh. they all have to they all have to do it and it has to be a huge success. And it starts off wherever the island is and they have to take it around the world and they don't finish till they're, all, till they're all in their 50s. <laughs> that's Love the journey that. of a gay person that's the journey <laughs> that's so good and they, and they have to hire me and sister sister for the for the acts no Absolutely. no more straight people <laughs> <laughs> i'll take the money i don't give a shit yeah, i'll, take, I'll the cash. take the money i've done it i've done it for worse yeah. vinegar what about you two words sue pollard <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, is she hosting? Is she in there? Is she a contestant? Doesn't matter. <laughs> so, it's just, babe, Doesn't I just matter. said it. Sue Pollard. <laughs> I can imagine her replacing Ian Sterling. I think she'd be an amazing voiceover. I think, because what is it? Do they, do they chuck people out each week or something? Yeah, ish. Yeah, kind of about like Big Brother type thing. They... I, okay, I think then whoever they chuck out, they need to replace with, with an older queer icon so 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 a girl goes out sue pollard goes in a guy goes out judy and clary goes in and so we're basically replacing the straight oh. with queer icons like oh. like hyacinth bouquet like goes in yes yeah in character oh. yeah R ruby wax goes in um who else is raging who else is raging um um oh my god dorothy perkins uh, <laughs> dorothy perkins goes in she's not yes. in real send her in just the idea of dorothy, dorothy perkins. Where are you? yeah i just think i just think start replacing the, the, the straights with just older bitter <laughs> raging queens that. it'll be brilliant Thank you so much for being on Logistically Difficult today. Please plug your socials, plug your shit. Go, sister, sister first. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at official sister, sister, if you want. You can follow me at the only vinegar strokes on Instagram, the only vinegar on Twitter. Um, and you can check out my band on Spotify, Vinegar Strokes and the Morning Afters. And also I'm on Grinder daily. Perfect. <laughs> Daily. Great. Well, I, thank you so much for both coming on. It's been amazing. I love you both. You are so awesome. And thank you for doing this for free. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. We are such filth, aren't yeah, we? I've had a lovely time. Thank you so much for listening today. Please share our podcast with at least two of your friends. I'm James Barr. And I'm Martin Joseph. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Martin Joseph. And you can follow me at I'm James Barr. 